Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of What's My Line. I am your host, Chris Lemchi, and I am joined today by my good friend, Chris Riley. And let's just get right to it. Hey, Chris. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> it's going well. How are you? It's going pretty well. I mean, you know, still quarantined in the good old apartment. <laughs> yeah, true that. I actually just moved apartments, so I had to move all my stuff over here. So quarantine's been helpful because I just got to decorate pretty much. All weekend. Nice. Hey, and you uh, you had a birthday this past weekend as well. Happy happy belated birthday. You turned, uh, what, 45, right? Something like that. Wait, how old am I now? 28. 28 now. I, like, seriously start forgetting. Like, people legitimately asked me this last week. They're like, how old are you turned this week? And I'm like, I, something over 25. I don't know. Because, like, 25 hit, and I was like, cool, I can rent a car now. And then it's like, I have nothing else. Like, no other birthdays would, like, be significant. I guess 30 will be significant, and that's it for a while. Yeah, well, after you turn 30, uh, you just start to forget birthdays. Because people <laughs> ask me all the time, well, how old are you? It's like, oh, shit. And I have to think about it. It's like, oh, I guess I forget. Because, yeah, after 30, it's like, oh, well, I'm over 30. That's all you need to know. Yeah, I, I, already, I already started doing that at 25, so I'm, I'm just prepared already. What'd you, uh, what'd you do for your birthday? I actually didn't do anything. I de- like I literally decorated my apartment. I um, I put up some shelves and hung some artwork up. Uh, made a new comic book wall. But yeah, I, I just didn't do anything. Everything's open here in Texas now, and people ask me, they're like, "Oh, do you want to go out and, like do something?" I'm like, uh, "No, I sure don't." <laughs> no part of me yeah. wants. To I don't want to be part of the first wave because it's. Mm. I want to see. I want to see how many cases we get in the next two weeks. Like how much we go up first before I feel. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would advise waiting it out. And also, I don't want you to get sick because it takes a long time to break in a new best friend. So you know, there you go. I actually, what's like the worst part is too, is because like I've been going like because been working the whole time, and so it's like I'm not like worried about getting sick. Like if I get sick, I'll, I'll I assume I'll I'll probably be fine. I don't have any like underlying like disorders or anything but it's still one of those things where it's like man being like having a fever essentially for two weeks and like coughing your fucking like lungs out sounds awful like no part of me wants to get sick but like it's like still don't really want to um, what's all open in texas right now do they open up everything are they opening up in waves Restaurants are open at either 25 or 50 percent capacity, and stores, all non-essential stores, I believe, were allowed to open up. But a lot of places really didn't, besides restaurants. They didn't open up like bars or anything like that, did they? No, but I think that's coming next week. Where like it's bars and like hair salons, right? That's all next week. I it's either next week or the week after, but yeah, and that that stuff soon. Because they're gonna we're gonna rush through this, and we're just gonna reopen up everything and whatever. But it's not gonna be like fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, hey man, be safe out there. Um, hopefully, hopefully, you know. It's weird that you guys are kind of going to be like the guinea pigs for this, but hopefully after two or three weeks, you guys don't get any like new cases or anything like that. 
Well, I mean, most of the people you live here probably aren't going to go out. Most of them. I'm not saying all of them, but most of the people you know, I assume, will probably stay home or do very minor um, things about going out and not be going to, like, restaurants and stuff. And when movie theaters open up, going there and bars. So hopefully it won't be too bad, but I don't you know. Did but how um, some movie theaters are going to do, like, a TSA thing for reopening did you see yeah and they're also gonna do so that you basically wherever you sit you sit two people in between you before the next people and then every other row will be empty and it's like there's no way any theater is gonna make any money like you and i worked at cinemark or yeah and it's like there's no way we're gonna like there's no way they make money off of that well like, how, I, do you, I remember, like, how do you regulate things like do you have an usher just like monitor the theater the maybe. entire movie? And maybe because maybe because they're not gonna have much cleaning to do, maybe they'll just put I don't know. That just it just sounds it doesn't sound like a great idea. And also they also can only be at twenty five percent capacity, so the smallest theater at the one here, yeah, I mean it'd be ten people. Ten people would be allowed to a theater. Because the smallest is 44 here now. Oh, really? Okay. Huh. Yeah. So when they did the remodel, I think I think 44 is the smallest now. So 10 percent. There's so 25 percent. You could have you could have 11 you could have 11 people in the theater. Mm-hmm. Like, does that sound worth it? No. 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 <laughs> yeah, we're living in strange times, man. A little bit. Well, hey, before, uh, before we get to our main topic, um, you finally saw Shazam. I- I've been dying to know your thoughts on Shazam. <laughs> I did finally watch Shazam. I watched it at about 2 in the morning. Um, so by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, oh, my God, I can go to sleep finally. Um, I thought it was a good DC movie being very careful with what I'm saying. Okay. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was fun. I liked the story and everything. I, the, the DC universe stuff is what took me out of it. What do you, like what do you the mean? Battling and the bullet and Superman at the end, like stuff like that. I'm like, Ugh. just, I don't know. The Superman thing uh, at the end makes no fucking sense to me. Like how does he just know Superman? I, I'm kind of I'm kind of half or fifty fifty on the Superman thing. It's a good like end moment because it's it's all about you know the kid's reaction to seeing him. It's never it's never about like, actual Superman himself, but it's like God damn it! I wish we would have got Henry Cavill in this fucking movie. Maybe, but also, how does he know Superman? And also, how does he like how does his family who are also superheroes at the end of the movie not know that he knows Superman. Like, he was on the street like begging for money. How does he go from that to two days later all of a sudden he knows Superman? I mean, I assume there was like an off-screen meeting. Because like, remember, no. the uh, Superman can hear everything. So, this is like my comic book nerd uh, coming out. At some point, maybe off-screen that he, he showed up and it's like, oh, you took care of this. Oh, I'm... I'm uh, I, they never actually name him. 
he, he can't actually, he can't say Shazam without ever, ever turning back. So I, guess That's, I was wondering <laughs> when I started that movie, I was texting my friends and I was like, "Wait, this movie's about Captain Marvel?" And they were like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> well, it can't it can't be Captain Marvel because well, you know, but. You know what makes no sense about that is I'm pretty sure that Captain, like the DC Captain Marvel, was a character first. No, oh, yeah, it, this, this, it came first. It, I don't know how, uh, how, did, how. I don't know how Marvel won the legal battle. Did they just trademark the word Marvel in comics? Is that all it was? It might. It, hell, it might just be that. Honestly, because I've been I've been trying to figure it out, and I guess I could just Google search it. But I've been trying to figure that out. It's like, how did Marvel? Literally just steal the name of a character from DC from underneath them. Where oh, it's crazy because I remember when remember Shazam and Captain Marvel came in the same year. Yep. And I would always see these people talk about oh, like DC is trying to cash in on like Captain Marvel and stuff like that. It's like well, no, Captain Marvel actually came first. <laughs> well, and also it's. Not like they call him Captain Marvel, so it's not. It's not like two movies came out at the exact same time called Captain Marvel. Yeah, exactly. It, that that's true. That, but, I mean, yeah, at that point, he'd been it'd been referred to as more Shazam, but still, yeah. his hero name is Captain Marvel because, like, um, his 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 best friend, his his superhero name is Captain Marvel Junior. And again, they don't name any of the uh, the family superheroes, so it's just like, huh? I didn't know that. I didn't know that his yeah, because uh, uh, Brody. Yeah, Adam Brody is a uh, Captain Marvel Junior, um, and the not Darla, but the other girl, she's Mary Marvel. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how you, I don't know how maybe this. I don't know. I probably won't get a sequel. So. Oh, it is getting a sequel. Okay, Cyborg's coming out this year too. Well, okay, but hey, this this the movie did well and it made money and it was critically critically acclaimed, so it's getting a sequel. Uh, supposed to come out in early 2022, but it's getting pushed back, like everything with the uh, movie industry with the oh, coronavirus. Nice. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the sequel because remember Black Adam again, which is also getting pushed back. Black Adam is next in the Shazam timeline, so yeah. I'm hyped. I'm hyped for the Rock to fight fucking Levine. Did you, did you wish that The Rock was in this film? Huh? Did you, did you wish that The Rock was in uh, Shazam? I don't get why he wasn't the end credit scene and why was that like Caterpillar. I don't know who that is. I don't know anything. I don't know much about DC, though. Uh, that Caterpillar is another Shazam villain, Mr. Mind. Um, yeah, I thought that was weird that they're, it's, they're setting up that for a sequel instead of setting up Black Adam. Because he's, he's referenced in the movie. And there's a deleted scene. I don't know if you've seen the deleted scene, but they reference how, uh, like, Darla's like, hey, we have an extra chair. I wonder who that chair is for. It's like, oh, it's obviously a reference to Black Adam. But Yeah, it'll. I, I, I want to see it, but it's Black Adam's getting his own solo movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's right, that's right. Which is crazy because The Rock was casted as Black Adam back in 2013, and here we are. It's finally just yeah. ridiculous. But hey, we, we open up the rock is a busy. It's a busy dude, and if you when you get the rock, you don't want to lose that, so you wait for the rock. That's fair, but I mean, like, let's look at the movies he's made over the last ten years. Not a whole lot of bangers. 
what you mean. A lot of them made a lot of money. The the Fast movies, uh, Rampage. Um, Trying to tell me Rampage is a good movie? I'm not saying it's a good movie, but he made it made money. Yeah, I mean, like, there's tons of garbage movies that made money. Batman vs Superman made over a billion dollars. No, it did. That, okay, check your facts. No, it didn't. Sorry, Wonder make? Brothers, but no, it, How much it did made make? over. How much did it make? Over eight hundred million. It it should have uh, made a billion dollars. You're right, but it did not make a billion dollars. Hmm. I mean, Black Panther made a billion dollars. Yeah, Captain Marvel did too. Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. Yeah. So overall, so you, but overall, you liked Shazam, though. Yeah. It. Mm, I like it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't great. I mean, it was it was it was okay though. It was enjoyable. I, I'd watch it again. But I feel like every I, I feel like after watching it, I'm like, oh wow. Everyone was just like, oh thank God, an okay DC movie. Thank God, this is the best fucking movie ever. And I'm like, it wasn't that good. It was okay. Wonder Woman is still like way better. Well, no, I think I think Wonder Woman is still the best. This is the best DC film. It's probably the second best, but I mean, like, what the fuck's it up against? What's the what's the next best? Let's see, the next best. Um, that's not true. My second favorite DC movie would be um, Birds of Prey. Yeah. I thought that I thought this was better than Bird. Then I thought that Birds of Prey was better than Shazam. Uh, I think for me it goes Wonder Woman, of course. Um. Maybe I need to rewatch Shazam. It's been a while, but um, well, Shazam and then Birds of Prey and then Man of Steel and then the other movies. Man of Steel's not that great either. Like that's like so like bad. Like Man of Steel was like it's like it's like another one where it's like it's okay, but man, that's not a very good movie. But <laughs> it's better than it's better than Aquaman. Better than no, obviously better. That's than what I'm saying Superman. though. It's like when you're trying to compare, like would you? I'm trying to think. Okay, so like superhero movies of all time, would Man of Steel even crack the top like twenty? No, because I think the other Superman movies have have had that beat. I think Superman one and two have uh, Man of Steel beat. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like it's so sad. It's like Man of Steel's like you know number four, and it's like Man of Steel's in like, giving like a not even the top of fucking like comic book movies like at all. Yeah. I just, I just don't think no. it's that good. It's good in this in the realm of the series, but it's not that good. Yeah, no, and it, again, I was talking to somebody about, about this too. It's, it's not Henry Cavill's fault. I still, no. I still want him as Superman. He, I think he did a good job as Superman, but the, the script fault. he's been and it's just like shit. It's Kevin Costner's fault, Chris. <laughs> I know, I know. We talked, this, we talked to this on BC's podcast, but I hate Jonathan's death so much. It. it makes no. sense. He's he just he just puts his fucking hand out and it's just like, no, <laughs> let me die in this tornado. Yeah, any because any rational person will look at like, okay, no, fuck you, I'm gonna go save you, <laughs> you stupid Why old man. Why did he have to die of a heart attack? I thought it was like the whole point was like it was he died of something that that like Superman couldn't save him from. Exactly, that's that's the point. That's that's how. I don't know how you missed that. It's like it's it's a thing. Oh. The line in Superman one is so perfect. Like, with all my abilities, I still couldn't save him. It's like, yes, you can't. You can't stop death. That's the point. Yeah, you can't save literally everyone forever. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Like, I don't know. 
whatever. I'm we're not, this is this isn't a Man of Steel episode, Chris. No, 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 it's not. Though I do have a Man of Steel episode planned <laughs> later in the future for friends, so that's going to be a fun discussion. <laughs> oh lord! Oh lord! Oh no! Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the main topic. Uh, so we've been, we've been talking about this. We've been talking about this for a while. We're going to do a relationship episode. Yes. And I got uh, my Stone Cold Steve Austin Broken Skull IPA ready. Uh, and I, what are you? I know you're drinking something. What are you drinking? Uh, I've just been. I've been drinking. Um, I've had a whole bunch of beers already today, but I'm drinking Bud Light right now. I might. I might move over to Natterdays though. I think that's going to be my my main one. Going to move to what? What? Natterdays, you don't know what Natterdays are? It's like the Natty like, Light Pink Lemonade. Interesting. I'll just say that. Interesting. Chris. Chris. This is pool beer. I'm drinking pool beer right now. <laughs> For sure. Okay. All right. Well, cheers. cheers to you, brother. Cheers to that. All right. Let's get right to it. Relationships, don't they fucking suck, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I have questions for you. I don't know if you want to start it off, or you want me to start it off. No, I'll, I'll start it off because you know you've mentioned you've mentioned us on the show before. So you you used to be engaged, and yeah. obviously stuff happened. Yes. Um, and obviously, yeah, there's a happy ending to it. You're 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 doing fine now. You're actually now yeah. seeing somebody else. But like, yes. Can you tell me what was your process of like? The engagement ending to where you're in right now. Oh, like the, like the afterthought of it. So, uh, just a warning to everybody. I hope I hope that everybody, like I, I don't know how many it is, but I hope that everyone's listening. I hope that if you decide to get engaged to somebody, I really hope it works out for you. But if it's not going to, I hope it ends before you get to the marriage, because like that's one of the things I'm most thankful about is that we didn't get married, and then have all the issues that we had because um man divorce is like tough like i i know people have been divorced and everything and it's hard sorry to stop you chris but i just want to say this for a disclaimer we're not going to mention any names right and this is not to shit on anybody as well either so just just a heads up there we're not we're not trashing anybody when we're doing it. No, no, no so yeah no. go ahead but yeah no so um so things ended and um we had a place together and so um, I, I just basically said, it was like, hey, I just, I, I can't keep, I, I can't, we, like, if we're going to be broken up, we can't keep living together. So one of us has to move out. And so I ended up staying in the apartment and um, she thankfully was like, still helped me with the rent and everything um, as like, cause we were almost at the end of the lease. And so like, thankfully, like, it wasn't like, okay, fine. Like you have the whole thing. So I am very thankful for that. But it was just a process of um, dealing with all of that and then the process of moving out and trying to split up everything and all that was really tough. And um, I ended up moving back home for a little bit and um, that was interesting. But I I think I just got to a point in about probably like late December, early January where I was just kind of like, you know, like it it ended for a reason. Like I learned a lot from it. I'm going to take stuff from it. And so I just, I felt like that relationship need to be severed and so just kind of made sure that we didn't talk anymore and everything because it just it's one of those things where it was like it was done and i wanted both of us to be able to move on i just 
didn't feel like that was ever going to happen. And so um, I haven't, I haven't spoken to her in months and it's, it's been like, it's been weird, but um, I'm glad I did that because I was able to start focusing on kind of fixing everything and getting to a point where like now, like I'm, I'm out living on my own again. Um, I started dating somebody and I'm just kind of like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, I've literally picked my life back up where I left it when me and her first met because we met um, right when I graduated college and I was going to go to, I was thinking about grad school or I was thinking about leaving and then I ended up staying because of the relationship. And so a couple years go by and then it's, it's, it's like weird being like, oh, okay, I'm just going to go pick up my life where I left it at 23 now because of all this. But it's been, been very interesting. I think I know now though I know I know what I'm looking for and I know what I want. I know what's important and I just like I could have never gotten there without that relationship. And so it's like I, that's why it's like it's not like a trash talk. I I just I hope that she's doing well and that she's figuring out her life because I know I figured out I know that I've figured out kind of what I want and everything and that it just it just wasn't a good fit. And sometimes and sometimes it happens. I feel like sometimes, you know, you just you meet people either at the wrong time or, you know, you guys just aren't a good fit and that, that just kinda happens. It's never necessarily it's never necessarily someone's fault. How how long were you guys together for? Uh four years. We were engaged for a year. Do you ring I don't want to say do you regret the entire relationship, but do you do you regret getting engaged? And do you think, like, say for instance, I'm, I'm not going to talk about what happened, but imagine, like, say for instance, because we were talking about this even when we were in uh, San Diego um, last last July, and you guys were talking about just eloping right then and there. You always do you ever think about what would have happened had you guys just gotten married in San Diego instead of just like waiting it out and then you know then you know what happened happened and then after that you know you just woke up but imagine if had you guys decided to get married what do you think would have changed? I think I think it would have still ended the same way it did. I think like with like the vagueness of it like nothing like. Nothing like too terribly bad happened. Like we didn't cheat on each other or anything like that. Like it wasn't anything like that. It just we just uh, just kind of like fell apart. Yeah, you didn't cheat. We just just fell apart. We just kind of we just kind of we just kind of didn't work, and we wanted different things, and it just got to a point where it was just kind of like you know I just I don't I don't think this is right. I don't think we're doing. I don't think I don't think that we're doing this for the right reasons anymore or anything. So it just it had to end. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if getting actually married in San Diego to have changed anything. Um, do you think just, if you had you had you been married, do you think you would have worked harder to you know to keep it going, or do you think that it was always just meant to just end? I have to assume that it was always just meant to end. Um, I feel like I I did everything that I I could have to try and keep it going. So, um, I don't, I don't think I would have tried any harder than I did if we had gotten married. Like, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think it was in terms of effort. I just think it was in terms of who we were as people. 
And that just, and then you know, and that's fine. Like it, it just happened. You would have gotten married this year, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know though, because it's the things. Because like, um, if I had to guess, we probably would have planned for spring or summer, and it doesn't really look like that's going to happen for people. Because I know um, people that were supposed to get married this year, and and all their stuff got moved back. So I have to assume sure. that no, it would have gotten pushed back because of everything. Well, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. How it's like it's kind of you know bizarre twist of fate, like regardless you're you guys wouldn't have gotten married this year you just would have to push it back to a later day and then that would have delayed things even further right and then i mean who knows then you know maybe maybe we would have maybe things would have just ended this year instead and then i wouldn't be kind of in the position i'm at now i'm very happy with where i'm at now so it's like thinking about it is like I'm like I'm glad it ended when it ended because it gave me the time to kind of deal with everything and and kind of sever all the ties that I need to sever and just move on with my life and then um, meet who I'm with now and just I, like I'm like it's like hard thinking about yeah you were gonna be married this year and it's like yeah, I guess but like no <laughs> you know for for people out there um, how hard was it to uh, hate using this word but sever ties how hard was it to sever ties at first. Um, it was, I mean, it's tough. It's tough, especially when you've been with someone that long, you know, and you see them every day, you talk to them every day. And then all of a sudden, you know, I actually, I, cause I was trying to figure out and it's like, we haven't talked, like we haven't talked to each other in, in months. And so it's like, it's weird to me now that it's like, this was somebody that I, you know, spent every day talking to and everything. And then now it's like, no, I'm just like, we're like strangers. Cause, and it's like, and I don't think that like, we need to say friends or anything. Like, I don't think it's anything like that. Um, cause I just, I, I think it would hinder both of us. I don't think it does any good. And that's like a personal belief because I, I've tried being friends with exes in the past and it just, it just never works. Somebody always ends up getting hurt. Somebody always ends up getting upset, especially when one of you tries to move on. Usually either they're doing it to try and be like, well, I'll move on if you don't want to get back together or the other person gets upset because they've decided to move on. I don't know. It just feels like it's a whole big game. It just, it's, you just can't. Like I, um, back early, like in my early college days, I dated one of my best friends. And when we broke up, I mean, we just, we stopped talking. It's the same thing. It's like, yeah, we were, I mean, we were best friends for a couple of years. And then we started to date and we dated for two years. And it's like, you just you can't stay friends with them. It just doesn't work. It's it's so hard, and it's so hard on like yourself and the other person, and then the people that they date, the people that you date. It just, I just I don't think that you can. I don't think you can plutonically be friends with somebody that you've been in a serious relationship with. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. It's hard to you know those feelings never necessarily go away. It's so it's hard. Especially when you're trying to get over that person when they're just, if they're always still around, it's, it's just like, it's always, it's that constant reminder, like, oh, I had this, but I lost it now. And it's hard to get past that if they're, if they're always there. Yeah. Yeah. If they're always there. I was about to say, I was like, you can definitely move past people. Cause like, no, no. Yeah. Of course. But yeah. But if they're always like there in your, in, your, always in your face. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so hard to move on when you're friends with the next. And I've, and I've like I said, I've tried to do it before, and it just it doesn't work. I just I, in my personal experience, it has never worked out for me 
dating somebody that are being friends with somebody that I've seriously dated before. There's like, there's like, there's like some things where it's like, maybe, maybe you just kind of went on like a date or two with somebody and it didn't work and you just kind of stay friends or even like, um, I think if people like just hook up, like, I think that they can possibly stay friends, maybe not like good friends, but they think that like, but it's just that the, when you throw in feelings and stuff, that's where things get complicated. How do you how do you feel about like? Cause I always wanted to ask this to people, so I have different I have different opinions on it. But how do you feel about your friend staying friends of your ex? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't personally like it, but I mean, that's this just one of those things where sometimes you just have to kind of deal with it. Um, uh, why don't you like it? Uh, just because. I, I've had issues in the past where do you feel like taking their their side over yours, or is it just like no. it, just, it just makes it comfortable? I've 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 had issues in the past where exes have tried to stay friends with my friends, literally to just find out stuff about me, and that annoys me, um, especially whenever they do give up stuff, or you know if they get like if they get like feelings for somebody that I've dated, especially somebody that like I've maybe I was with for a while or something like you just, you just run into issues. And so I, I personally don't like it. I try to avoid it as much as I can with my friends too. Like if they date somebody and they break up, it just kind of is like, and it's like, okay, they're gone. Like I try, tried very, very hard to like do that as best I can. So unless you're friends with them, like if you're the person that introduces them, because I, I had that before where there was a girl I dated for a little bit, and one of my friends with friends were before we started dating, and when we broke up, they continued to stay friends, and he's like, "You have an issue with it?" And it's like, "No, because you were already friends." Like, it, I'm not gonna be like, "No, you can't be friends with your friend anymore." Like, so I'm fine with like with stuff like that. But if you meet them because your friend is dating them, it's it just seems kind of weird to continue to. Be friends with them, especially like if you like are still like talking and you like everything like that. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, um, I agree with the whole thing. Basically, I feel if I was like with somebody and then I we, it ended, if you weren't friends with them beforehand, it would I would feel uncomfortable if like if my friends are still friends with that with that uh, with that girl that I was dating because it'd be like yeah that's weird like you're still talking to her because like you i would granted i maybe they're not but still i would feel like maybe they're trying to like get information on me or like try to like stay a part of my life when i obviously at that point wouldn't want them there you know right and yeah and that's that's the thing too is it's just like it's like why why do you need to continue to be why do you need to continue to talk to them as much like as much as you did when like it's like especially too because i i noticed a lot too with um like i'll break up with someone and i'll be like yeah i didn't like that person that you dated and it's like oh okay and then it's like you find out they're still friends and it's like the but like, you didn't even like them while we were dating why do you like them now exactly exactly yeah and then granted if they if like you said if they were if they were friends before cool that makes sense I'm not even going to touch that. But yeah, I'm not going to ask you to stop being friends with them because you're obviously friends beforehand. But like, it's, it's even like the uh, the opposite side of that, if I was dating a girl and then like we broke up, I would not expect to still be friends of her friends, you know? 
Right. Yeah. I've I, I've had a like I said I've had, I've had a couple a couple of like weird instances where I tried to be like stay friends with people and yeah just it never it's never it's never panned out to me. There's there's zero people in my life right now that I that I dated so I just I couldn't. Nope, doesn't work because you can't. And then it, it makes it hard too, like trying to like seriously like pursue people and everything. Because it's like, well, they're always there, and th- and that makes it tough too. Because then it's like, like having a fallback plan sucks too. Like that's a shitty thing to do. Like the like safety net of like the uh, of like your ex being around. Like, well, if this doesn't work, I always go back to my ex. Yeah, and I'll, that's the thing too. It hurts. It's it kind of hinders you like getting over them because then you you just fall back into old habits. Like, granted, maybe this isn't, for, this isn't probably for everybody, but like if your ex is still part of your friend group, then maybe something happened and then the two of you start like, oh, it's a clean way of saying this. Uh, okay. Yeah, just hook up, get, hook, hook up again randomly, and that's 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 gonna just lead to. Yeah, exactly. It's going to bring bad up old feelings, which is maybe not really good. And granted, maybe it can work out for some people, but majority of the time, it, it doesn't. You know. Right, right, right. And then, yeah, and and and, and, and you know what? Maybe there are people out there, and and the people that I like, I think about are people that like co-parent, especially that like basically are like we we don't like each other but let's put it like let's put up with each other for the sake of like this like child and we like i like uh, that's great like i'm glad that people are able to do that i it's tough like it's but like if i if i had to it's like i probably could but it's it's hard i can't imagine trying to stay friends with somebody like especially if you don't have kids yeah like i granted i've never had i've never been with somebody who i've had kids with so i can't really speak to that right (laughs) i would like I would like to think, though, if we did ever have kids, I would, you know, I would obviously would be the not necessarily the bigger person, but I'd be more cordial with my ex because for the sake of a child. But it's hard. It's hard to say that, and, and then actually, when it comes Do right it. down to it, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I won't know until it actually if it ever happens. If it ever happens, I won't know until it actually happens. You know, exactly. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's my. Yeah, I hope I would be that. Hope I'd be that good person that would be able to do it, but I again, I can't say it until it does. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, but yeah, no, that's that's all that. Do do I get to ask you questions now? All right, let's it up. Uh, you can ask me something now. So, I got like real questions on here. Are you ready for these? Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Um, I don't really ever, I never really open up about my uh, personal life, even with my friends too. So yeah, go go for it. Okay, I'll try. I'll try to be. I'll try to be as like gentle as possible. Okay, we'll start. We'll start off with this one. This one's easy. Um, what do you What do you think is like your ideal person? Like, what are you looking for in a person um, when you start? When you like when you're like looking at like online dating, or if you start talking to someone, or like however you meet people. Like, what's your ideal? person and ideally how would you like to meet them oh wow you're asking some real questions i was a real question i already told you chris i got drunk hours ago and was like i'm gonna write a bunch of questions and so i have a whole list right here all right let me uh crack up in a uh beer here <laughs> 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 uh, oh man um shit what's 
I look for in a person? Uh, so- well, oh, you could just do that. You could just do that. Like, what, like if you if you're thinking of your dream girl, who is your dream girl? Doesn't necessarily have to be physical stuff. Just like, what are you looking for in a person? Because of course, like, looks don't last forever. So, like, what, like, personality wise stuff like that. Like, what do you look for to kind of like that you that would separate somebody from being your friend into being something romantic? I mean, can I can I say Florence Pugh? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I was, gonna, I was joking. Can I say Florence Pugh or Sarah Michelle Gellar? But that those are old old crushes. What's Florence uh, Pugh? Florence Pugh too? Hold on. <laughs> that graph, right? Um, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, basically, it's weird. I'm, I'm not like like you said. Looks fade, so I never. I don't really ever focus on looks. Obviously. You know, it, it it matters to to a point, but that's not like my primary concern. Um, basically, I just I would, the best girl that I would look for is someone I can just like go on a Sunday morning to just relax with, have a cup of coffee, and um, or you know go out for mimosas or something, and just someone I can just talk to, talk to about real stuff. You know, someone I can always if I feel that there's somebody I can like open up to, because especially you know for sure I'm a very guarded person. If mm. I ever meet that could is, is able to like break down those walls and I know that I know that oh okay this is real you know like yeah, they, they don't have to like the stuff that I like like you know I, I like wrestling I like comic book movies I like horror movies I'm you know big film books they don't have to necessarily like that and if, and if they do that's it's a, it's an added plus but it is it's just somebody that I can just have a a good conversation with a good back and forth with is that is there any shared interests like i again and this is this is totally hypothetical it doesn't have to necessarily be somebody specific you have in mind but like what's like a shared interest that it's like man i really hope they're into this is it film or is it like would you want someone that was into wrestling or would you want like like what's like the interest that you're like man i really hope that they're into this because it's important to me i you know, it's funny because my parents ask me this all the time. Like, would you would you want somebody who's into wrestling? I wouldn't want. I really wouldn't want somebody who's into wrestling. If they are, like I said, it's, if they are, it's cool. That that's great. But because that's that's always been kind of like my thing. You know, it's always been like my thing to just like take my mind. It's my thing to relax, take my mind off of everything going on in the world. But if if I had to pick, I would preferably be film like. To have a discussion with somebody who like who loves movies, who I can just sit down and like okay, because obviously you've seen on my social media during this quarantine, I've just been watching a lot of movies. Like, if I had somebody right now who was just who would want to do that with me, that'd be perfect. It's a movie, so like some someone that's gonna like actually like be into it and actually talk to you about it, like, and you know it's a it's a it's a weird thing, and something I didn't realize was until I like until recently when I had started redating again. Some people don't like going to the movies, and some people just like don't like give a shit about seeing movies. They're like, yeah, no, I haven't watched like new movies in like years. So like that's like that's like it sounds like a such like a well, just somebody that'll watch movies. Me, that's like a huge thing that like not everyone's in movies like we are. I thought everyone was, and I'm like, because everyone I know is. So I mean, that's like a real that one. That one's luckily you're in like the place to do that. Yeah, yeah, and it, again, this is—it's not like the end-all, be-all thing, but it's still. No, 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 I would, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. No, it's—it's it's somebody who, 
at least open to the idea of like, oh, hey, you know, just have a Sunday Sunday night of just like watching. Let's have like, cause, uh, my friend Jennifer, who's been on the who's been on the podcast before, has, has talked about like her family does family pe- family pizza movie nights, and that'd be a cool if I ever have a fa- like, and if I ever have like kids and a wife and all that sort of stuff, that'd be something I would love doing. Like with like my wife and my kids, if I have like a one that de- one night dedicated to movies, and we just watch a movie, then later just start talking about it. That'd be the perfect um, perfect scenario. Well, that's good. I hope I hope you find that. Yeah, and, and like I said too, it's totally possible. If, if, <laughs> if they also like wrestling as well, that'd be cool. But again, it's, it's not it's not something I. But I don't expect any like girl I date to like the same things I do. It, and, I, and vice versa, I don't expect to like the same things they do either. Like basically. If I'm on a, if I'm on a date with somebody, if we can just find like if we just have a good conversation, then that's it. That's all we need. Yeah, but you still have to have some shared interests. I mean, like you can't you can't literally be into nothing of the same thing and it work. Like I I'm sorry, it just you have to have at least something in common. No, no, no you're, you're you're right, you're right. But like, but again, is this? But that's what I'm saying though. Like, if we can, because obviously we've both been on bad dates before. Right. Oh <laughs> But imagine, like, some of those bad dates have been, like, we just, we have no conversation at all. Like, there's no, there's no, like, if we can't even start off with a good back and forth, then I'm not even going to pay, pay any attention to it. Right. And, yeah, I went, on, I went on one of those recently, and I was like, I don't know what to say here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, it, the thing is, like, yeah, either they can, yeah, it doesn't matter if they like wrestling, movies, or also, too, like, if they, if they, they, they keep an active lifestyle, you know, as well. So... Told you you're getting to the heart of it. You're figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's important. I am I don't have this I don't have this figured out as well. I'm still trying to get this figured out. So. <laughs> oh I got I guess I got some I guess I got another another really good question. I'm gonna save it till the end though. What was the what was the second part of the question? It was like you, the I just first think, like, if, that, you, if you to meet somebody, like, what in an ideal world, more than likely, and I've thought about this a lot, more than likely, most of us that are our age are probably going to meet people through dating apps, unfortunately. But let's say, let's say, let's, let's, let's throw that at the window, or I mean, it could be your answer too. But if you were going to meet somebody, what is your ideal situation where you run, like, where you meet the person that you're going to be with? Like, would you want to meet them at a bar? Would you want to meet them at, you know, uh, like see, like at a movie premiere? Would you want to? Would you? Would you mind meeting them just on a dating app? Would you mind like in a bookstore, or something like that? You know. I mean, it's it's it sounds weird saying it. I, I, and granted, cause how our age and stuff, like being millennials and whatnot. We're most likely going to meet somebody through a dating app. I don't. I don't like meeting people through a dating app because this always. Cause you you have said this before too, where the worst part about oh, I met this person through Tinder or I met this person through Bumble. It just sounds. I don't. Know, I've, I'm an I'm an I'm an old school romantic. I don't want to meet like the the woman I marry. I don't want to have like the story like oh I just I don't like you know like the how I met your mother thing like oh how'd you meet how'd you meet uh, how'd you meet mom oh I met her through a dating app oh I met her at a bar. I mean, 
it's it's not that bad like because i i don't i i think you're aware but like i met i had met my ex through tinder and we just used the story of when we first met and we never we didn't really tell people that we that's how we met like we just because we end because we ended up actually running into each other you were there but we ended yeah. up just running into each other one night and but like we'd already been talking though for a while so we just always told people that so like yeah. you don't have to be like woojman through dating it like you could talk about the first time you met too no, true, true. Yeah, you can, you can, you know, kind of update the story. But no, still, like my my parents met. Uh, they met in college. Uh, the way my, my mom tells it, and, and my parents had different ways of telling the story. But um, the common theme is that they met while well, you know in a laundry in a laundromat. They were doing laundry, and my dad just walked up the courage to talk to her. And I, I kind of want something like that, like a, like a like a meet cute in a sense, like. It's just like an again because a bar there's all these people there and you're drinking, yeah. but like like I said, a movie premiere would be cool. But ideally, just meet, meet them through like the whole like a friend of a friend thing. Okay, okay. And, and nothing against nothing against dating apps or meeting people through a bar, but still, like I would love to. It's, I feel it's easier just to meet through a friend because it's all you have that shared connection. It's uh, easier to start, easier to get things started. Right, right, and it helps filter out kind of some of the garbage too. Like, yeah, there's exactly. like when you're, when you're on dating apps, you're gonna match and talk to so many people that just don't matter. Like, yeah, just yeah, so yeah. many people. It's like this is literally gonna go nowhere. And usually, in the first like five messages, you can tell. I already know this is gonna go nowhere. But I got nothing else going on, so I guess let's keep talking to them. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing about dating apps, and I, again, I, I mean no offense saying this, I just the major like you, I could say maybe ninety percent of it's just wasting time, right? Would you would you agree yeah. with that? Oh yeah, no, 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 for sure. I've had, let's see, I'm trying to think. So I've been in like people that like have been like in an actual relationship. I think it's like it's like six or seven people. Um. I'd only met my fiance through the date through a dating app. Um, I've probably met a dozen or more people through dating apps, and literally one time it worked. And then the most the the girl I'm seeing right now, I also met through a dating app. But I'm fine with that because she lives kind of far away, and so there's absolutely no, especially with quarantine and everything, there's a zero percent chance we would have ever met each other. Any other way. So sometimes dating apps work, but man, it is such is so much garbage to sort through first. Yeah, it's kind of the catch twenty two dating apps. It's like you can you you can meet a great person through a dating app that you probably would have never never met in you would never meet before. But it's just like you just so you get through a lot of like swiping, if you know what I mean, before you get there. Yeah, it's it's all it's and it's a it's a whole it's a whole lot of garbage, and that's the thing too, because like because there was there was like a because I got on dating apps probably probably faster than I should have, um, but I did like probably like a month after my relationship ended, and I would just like send like I would just send text messages to my sister constantly, and I would just be like I'm never gonna meet someone. I was like this is like I hate everybody that I see on these dating apps, because like um. There was one time – this is – sorry, this is like a side note. There was one time I was swiping through um, – I was on Hinge, 
and I was swiping through and you and on hinge you can post pictures and there's like questions they give you and you have to pick like a certain amount of pictures a certain amount of questions and everything and one of the questions they picked was something that's non-negotiable and i said i was like scrolling through and i was like and i told i was sitting there with my sister and i was like um i was like okay i was like because she's like she's like why are you complaining about it i said let me just give you an example of like the stupid questions i read all the time I was like i'm just gonna pick a random question from this girl's profile and i started scrolling like something that's non-negotiable for me is vaccines and i said oh, okay never mind that's not really that bad, but there's a whole like big paragraph. And I said, well, I wonder what else it says. She's like, I will not have my children vaccinated. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Like, that's the kind of like, you, you have to sort through that to get through anything that's even like kind of okay. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't want to, I don't want to knock dating apps, but it's just, it's just hard to really get a feel on somebody through them, you know? Correct, and then yeah, then you know the first. A lot of times, the the first meetup is usually really awkward too. Like most of the time, that's why I'm so thankful. I'm, I'm like I'm like so thankful for what's happening now. So um, I met this girl right before quarantine started, and we met up at a brewery out in Dallas. And um, like I walked, like I like. They were at the bar, and so or she was at the bar, and so I sat down, and we just started talking, as if we've like known each other our entire lives. Like there was no awkward silence or anything. Like I just sat down, and we just started talking and everything, and it like it wasn't awkward, it wasn't weird. It was just it was just a conversation, and like I, that's never happened for me before. It's always like usually that first thirty minutes, you're just trying to find, you're trying to like get a feel for like how they are and everything and try and figure out like what to say and what not to say and what are they going to say? And are you okay with this? And are you sure about this? And it's like, yeah, it's like, it's so, it's so much garbage though to get to that point. Yeah. Do you want another question? You want to, you want to hit this one away too? Or you want to ask me a question? What's your next question? I'm having a beer in. Let's, uh, let's go for it. Okay. Um, all right. Let's see. Um, what is your worst dating experience? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I need, I need to pop up in the second beer when I finish this one here. Um, here, hold on. I'll pop one for you right now. Hold on. Let me just give you a second. Let me just, let me just get ready for this one. No, okay. Do you mean um, worst relationship or just worst like date? Ah, uh, can I say yes? What's the what's the okay? So like, what's the worst experience you ever had dating ever? It could be one date that was just like so batshit crazy that like that like it, when I'm like I'm like what's the worst like what's the worst thing that's ever happened and you're just like oh my god it's this. Like what's that? Mine is mine is obviously like mine's like obviously like an engagement ending. Like what's like your like? If I'm like, what's the worst thing that's ever happened dating? Like what what's what what is that? Okay. Um. Well, I've I've been cheated on before. Uh, right. Uh, twice actually, because I was stupid. Well, yes. not necessarily stupid, but like I gave this person a second chance, and we got back together, and it still ended the same way. So yeah. 
So I've been cheated on before. This is back, this is back in college. Um, but that's not the worst one, actually. That's no, <laughs> um, no. no. <laughs> basically, so I was with I was with somebody that like I was working with. And I I never advise dating anybody you work with. I know it's 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 one of those like oh we met at work, but for every Jim and Pam, there is a an Andy and Angela. <laughs> all right, and <laughs> as a cardinal rule of mine, I feel you on that. Yeah. So I, 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 after this, I, I avoid workplace romances like the plague. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, we, I was dating this girl from work. Um, this is back when I was working in in Austin, and um, and she, it's funny, she actually asked me out, and I was, again, I even even going in, I was so skeptical, like, because I didn't want to get date somebody that I worked with, because I always feel be so awkward, you know. At work would, would talk and we'd be like, you know, we'd be water cooler talk. I, I never, I never want that at all. But so, it's, so anyways, we go out a couple times and I'm still hesitant to make this relationship official. And we, and we have, there's this one night, it was like around, um, it was Friday before New Year's. And I, I finally was like, I thought, I, I finally thought about it. It's like, you know what? Fuck it. Talk with whoever, whatever, whatever else thinks. And let's let's just go for it. So we decide to, and I tell her like, "Hey, I want to make it official. Let's do it. Let's date." And she's like, "Cool. We're, so we're dating now." So um, New Year's happens, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, I go, and she, she's at work too. So I and she works at the bar. Um, so I, work, I go to to work, and um, you know, it's, it's just New Year's. I want to be romantic. I do the, like, the New Year's kiss thing. And I leave right after that because I go back home because I had nothing else to do that night. And, and I didn't want to like go out and party on New Year's that, that year because I didn't want to deal with all the craziness. So, <laughs> so I, I go back home. And then the next day, the next couple of days, we, we like text each other and whatnot. And then um, then I finally go back to work. And then everyone at work comes up to me like, oh, hey, Chris, what happened with, and I'm, I'm not going to say any names here, but what happened yeah, with someone? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean? Well, this happened on New Year's night. This, um, she got really, really drunk and started making up all these other people and started uh, asking people. And I'm for anybody with like clean ears, if you know what I mean. I'm sorry <laughs> for saying this, but she went around people. She went around asking people to suck their dicks, and I'm like, I just stand there, kind of like my mouth like a gape, like, wait, what? I have a I had no idea, and every everybody is literally like the first person who, told, who tells me this. It's like, oh my god, Chris, I'm so sorry. I didn't want, I didn't mean to like ruin things, and I'm just like, okay. And then again, this is this is why I avoid work romances because then everybody at work starts talking to me about it. It's like, okay, stop talking to me about this. I I've heard it from so and so. I don't want to hear about it from anybody else. Right. Vaughn, this happened. And then, so about like 10, about 10 people, because I, I, I remember this vividly, I counted, 10 people kept coming up to me and talking to me about the whole thing. It's like, all right, cool, cool. So then I obviously at that point have to like, because I heard, I heard more details. She did a whole bunch of like, I'm not, and I'm sorry, I want to say, I'm not like anti-drug, do whatever you want to do, but like, that's not. Drugs that's have been done really though. Not, yeah, exactly. drugs have been done and that's, drugs have been done. And that's really not for me, you know. So, 
I keep hearing all the stories. She did this. She she snorted this. Did this with this other guy within within a car with somebody at seven in the morning with them. It's like, oh, all right. Well, I'm gonna have to end this relationship. <laughs> I can't. I can't be with somebody who. Granted, yeah, it, it's it's New Year's. You can have you go out and have fun, but like, there's obviously there's no self control here, right? Right, and also if you're in a relationship too, you just you don't do that. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's probably the worst, the worst, uh, the worst time. Yeah. So uh, and after that, we're up uh, workplace romances. Yeah, that's another one that that's another one of like the things too is it's like yeah you can't really date people you work with like I've I I've never dated anyone I, I work with luckily there was somebody I'd asked out though that I worked with. And even like that enough was a mess because then, yeah, because then everyone at work starts talking about it. And it's even worse, I think, when they were like, well, you know, we're just friends. Like, I don't I don't want to make it weird here or anything. It's like, okay, cool. Now it's going to be weird because you're going to tell everybody about this. And so, yeah, no, avoid avoid close interaction, like at, like asking people out. Like Workplace romances just don't. I, I've just never – I've hardly ever seen them work out till. I, I've seen a couple, but it's, it's very few and far between. Yeah, it's it's for every for every one I see that works. There's probably at least ten that didn't. Oh. Yeah, so it's like it's like you totally could be the one, but just be ready. It's like if it does end, it, it's very very hard, especially if you're going to continue to if you're both going to continue to work there. Especially because also you you got people like like I mentioned my three you got people talking to you about it, and then when shit. <laughs> Should end, and it's all people are going to be talking, either talking to you about it, or people. It's going to be the talk of the of the office for for a good while, right? And then it's like, and then people people are like, do we pick sides? It's like, oh my god, this isn't high school. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah, it's silly. Um, let's see what else I got. Um. Okay, we'll we'll go we'll go we'll go opposite way. What's like what's like a good thing that's like happened? Like what's like what's like good things in a relationship that's happened before? Like what's like a a rememberable thing? <laughs> before you say memorable, can be like, well, I mean, obviously, there's no. I haven't had like a good relationship because I'm, I'm still I'm still single right now. <laughs> <laughs> what's okay? Like what's what's like the um? Okay, hold on. I'll try and think of like something for mine. Um, let me think. Um. I like I think a good thing that I've, I I had in a past relationship was um a girl I dated early on in college um we uh we had pretty broken up for a little bit and we had both started seeing other people and everything um and just both kind of realized that just it wasn't it wasn't something that either one of us wanted and so we ended up actually getting back to be like just we had reached out to each other we both broken up with the people we were with basically the exact same time and we had kind of rekindled everything and started talking and everything and one of the first things we did was we went and um we went to a trip in colorado and um that was like the first trip i'd ever taken with anyone i had ever dated before and we ended up like going to the mountains and everything and just kind of like being out on our own and everything like it's like a very like it's like a good memory I have of like a relationship. Like it didn't end up working out with her, um, and she's actually married now. But it, it's just one of those things where I like look back and I'm like, I'm like that was like a, 
like even though it like worked out, I was like that was like a it was a good thing and like in a relationship because I feel like there's there's so much bad that it's like you have to it's like not every, not it wasn't a hundred percent bad all the time with everybody like there is good things in there sometimes. Um, because of the first girlfriend back in high school, uh, it, it, it didn't even actually end bad, but uh, it just kind of just ended. But one good thing I can take away, we were trying to film a movie together at like like the, at the end of one summer, and that whole experience of like getting the movie filmed, getting it written, and trying to like buy camera, do casting, that was kind of the thing that awoke in my passion for film. Um, and, I, and I actually still talk to her to this day about like movie stuff, like oh hey, even I even have issues with the script I'm writing right now. I kind of text like hey, would you? I'm I'm taking my my character in this direction how do you feel about that and i use her as like a good like palette to like or like a good test audience like oh should i do this do that so i guess that's one good memory that i've had it's like my first relationship was able to help me discover why i love film if you if that makes sense mm. chris we, yeah, talk, that we, all, we all talk to people that we predated previously <laughs> I, get I, didn't, I, have, I didn't talk to her a couple just, years just, after this. But still. Oh, so like there was time between, right? Yeah, yeah. There was like uh, a good three years in between. And it was one of those things like it's like uh, at the time I had nobody to. Uh, a friend of mine had recently had passed away at that point that we, that we both knew. And um, we, we just reached out to each other. Well, she reached out to me because she knew how much this, this person meant to me. And I. And from there, it just got us like talking again, and I guess started was able to like reconnect and start talking to her about film stuff. So, and she's uh, she's married now too, but still, we we still talk to this day about like movie stuff and movie trivia. So, it can work as long as you, if, as long as you make neither of y'all make it weird too. It's just the issue I've always yeah. had. Is, like, someone always does, but yeah, you can totally can as long as both y'all are on the same page about it. Yeah, yeah, we're both we're both on the same page because obviously this is. Like years ago, so yeah, any feelings have long dissipated. <laughs> exactly. Um. Okay. Let's see. What else we got? Do you have anything you want to ask? Because I feel like I'm just taking over at this point. Like <laughs> it's it's just because that's what I said. Like I'm, like like you like I mentioned, I'm so guarded. Even with like my closest friends, like a lot, not a lot of people know my personal stuff. Um, and I know a lot about you already. So. That's fair. Um, okay, let's see. Um, well, well, while you're looking for another question, I'll ask you this. So, the the person that you're with right now, um, I kind of want to I kind of want to put you in the spot on this. So, so she, if she listens, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where, no. where do you see it going? Do you see like do you see a future right now, or is it just are you just having fun or yeah. <laughs> um. Ugh. I um. I think it's something real. Like, like, I, like it's like stupid as I feel saying that. Um. No, no, no that's not know. stupid because because this is kind of what I'm alluding to. Like, because you know sometimes after you date somebody, there's uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, there's a relationship that's just kind of like there. <laughs> so it's I just, think it's I just d- something. 
I, I don't think I think I've kind of gotten to the point where it's like I didn't I don't need like a, a rebound or like a garbage relationship. Or if I did, it's kind of like I kind of fucked that one up because um, I don't know. This girl's like she's in like the same stuff as me and like we get in. It's like it's like some stuff, but like there's there's enough differences that like it's it's still interesting. Um, like, well, you know, how, like kind of I don't know if you were that question that you asked me, like, is it do they have to have shared interests for you when you date somebody? Yes. Yeah, no, because I, you know, you know what the, you know what the two biggest things to me are? You know what the, like, if you were like, what are the two things you're looking, like, what are the things you're looking for in somebody? I have two big things I finally decided on. And I need open communication. And I have, I've probably next to never had that in any of my relationships. I date very, very guarded people. And when they do open up, it ends up, it ends up with them lashing out because like then they all of a sudden they don't feel guarded anymore and they just get upset about like every like everything like it's like i'm gonna tell you something personal but then i'm gonna attack you for something personal about yourself um i've had a lot of that so open communication like healthy open communication and i need them to have their own life like i've had the issue in the past where um i date somebody and Maybe they're, you know, not close to their family or they don't have like a ton of friends or anything. And like, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, very big into like my friends. Like I, they've, I didn't have friends for like a really, really long time. I didn't really start like opening up to people and everything till I was like a late high school. And so, which it's like now it's like funny because it's like, it's been 10 years, but, um, a lot of those first couple of people that I opened up to, they're the people I'm still close with today. And so, um, they just always been around everything and so it's like i'm i have like my own like group of friends and everything like my own support system and i hope that they have one as well and so like i i've done it enough times where they don't have that and it's tough because then if they're having issues with something it's like they don't have anywhere to go and so that's a big thing for me now too which is across both so i think it's going in a good direction um I expect it to become more serious, but I could also, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I, I hope it does. So. Well, I too, man. Like, uh, you deserve a real serious thing. <laughs> I don't think I've had a real serious thing before. Like, it, it's like a weird thing to say too. Cause like, especially since I was in, like, since I had been engaged before, but like, the more and more I talk to people about it, because like especially like this girl, it was it was that was something I brought up early on. Like like early, I was like, hey, just a heads up, I've been engaged before. I want you to know this now because if this is something that's going to end the relationship, I don't I don't want to get invested and then this end later. I, I'd rather you know everything up front. And so it's like I've been very upfront about everything, very open with everything, and she's done the same for me. But um, I I. I one of the issues it always kind of seemed like with most of the people I've dated is it's like we never get like close. Like there's, it's like, it's like they're always like one of us is always guarded. And unfortunately that just doesn't work. It doesn't work in relationships. You like you, you almost have to make yourself vulnerable if you want to make it work. Because if, you know, if you're, 
if if the, if you know if you're both going to keep up walls or if one of you is going to keep up walls, one person's always going to feel like they're putting in all the effort and the other person's just not not gonna. They're going to be like, well, if this ends, whatever. And so that's um that's huge. And um, your your uh, past uh, engagement, did you, did you still feel guarded even towards the end? Um, I didn't when I proposed, um, but it, it never really, it never really seemed like things, things didn't go the direction I wanted them to when I thought I would be engaged. I thought that, um, I, I don't know, how, I don't know how to say it, like, Things don't like the way the relationship is set up. It can be changed by the engagement, but it can also not. Um, mm-hmm. I think things were were great before the engagement. I felt like we were on the same page. I felt like we were communicating about everything. The only thing that they were upset about is that they felt like I wasn't ready to commit. Even and like it's like it was always like funny to me because it's like I have like it's like I have the ring in this apartment. Like, like oh, so I, you still have. Well, Bill, what I'm saying though is like like back then, um, like the only issue we ever really had was, well, everyone, you know, other people are getting engaged. Why aren't we getting engaged? And it's like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm gonna propose in a month. Can you just like, like it'll be fine. I promise you. I promise you. Like I'm thinking about this. Uh, but then it's like it's like we got engaged, and then all of a sudden it's like we grew apart. So I don't know. Um, I, I don't really feel like I was guarded, but I just I definitely feel like. A lot of stuff came out after we got engaged because we got engaged. Then we shortly after that we moved in together, and there was just there was a lot of things that happened and a lot of fights that happened and things that couldn't have been unsaid for either one of us. So stuff like that is big. Would so you say, not hard, just things kind of fall apart. Would you say that like you mentioned that like how like you're you're seeing other people get engaged? Did that play? Granted, you were you were for for four years, but did that play to your decision to get engaged? So seeing no. seeing other people get engaged and like, oh, maybe I should be in, be, be engaged. Or was it was it something that you like thought about for a long time? Like, no, I really love this girl. Let's get engaged. Right. You know, that, that happens. That does happen with people where it's like, oh, I should be engaged because I'm, I feel like it feels like I'm supposed to. Oh my, maybe maybe a little bit. It, it definitely wasn't because other people were getting engaged because I had already. I had already I had already gotten the ring by the time other people were getting engaged, and I didn't even know they were going to. Like, so I had I had planned to do it. Um, I had planned to do it one year, and it was like I had bought the ring and I had everything, and I was getting ready for it. And then it seemed like everybody started getting engaged, like the like in a row, like everyone started getting engaged, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if it's just like one of those things where it's like. Um, where like I just started to notice it more, but it just felt like everybody got engaged at the exact same time, and I was like, "Oh no, oh no," because <laughs> then yeah, that brings up stuff. But no, I I don't think I think that I think that like marriage and everything, it's it's one of those things where it should help. 
it should it should like bring you guys closer together. Like it should be something like this is it. Like this is like the because marriage is, or engagement is pretty much like it's like the middle ground between like we want to be with each other forever. Like what's 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 figure what's iron out the last like bit of it. Like if there's anything le- like if there's any issues or anything like like what's the rest of our lives kind of look like from here? And it's like it's kind of one of those things where it's like trying to plan on our lives and everything and trying to figure out you know like what's next? What are we gonna do? You know, what's our jobs going to be? Um, are we going to have kids? Are we going to, like, move somewhere? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, like I said, things things changed, and that's fine. Because I found out that um, just maybe maybe what maybe wasn't the best fit, any, like, ever anyway. Just kind of, like, hopefully, hopefully we both figure out, like, what we actually need because it wasn't each other. Speaking of, speaking of kids, do you want kids, is, or is, is kids a deal breaker for you? Mm, I'm in a gray area. If you had to ask me right now, um, like, do you do you feel like you need to have kids? Like, no, I don't feel like I need to have kids. But I, I now understand that being in a serious relationship and kind of being like to that point with somebody can change things. Um, if like I said, if I had to think off the top of my head, kids aren't aren't super important to me. Um, I I there's still things I need. I, like I still want to get done. I still want to go back to school, which I still haven't done. Um, I I I don't know if I necessarily want to stay in Texas, and like if I were to have a family, I don't know if I'd want to raise them here. Um, but if if I were you know end up staying here and I didn't go to school and I had kids and everything, I'm if I was with the right person, I think I'd be fine with that too. Well, I know you've, um, you've dated somebody with kids before. Was that always, was that a deal breaker that if they had kids previously from a different relationship, was that always a deal breaker for you? No. Um, I think it was for a really, really long time. I think looking back, I think looking at it now, I would prefer to find somebody that doesn't have children if they do have children, though, it just it doesn't necessarily mean like it doesn't necessarily mean like oh no, no like I'm not going to date this person at all. Like I, I will. I feel like it, there was a point in time where I was writing people off because I was like, oh no, they have kids. Like this is really you're a lot younger when this happened. When this was happening, right? right. Yeah. The 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 I've there's been one person ever that I've I've I I guess dated like seen. I don't I don't really know like the right like term for it. I would say dated, I guess. Um, but they had kid, they they had a kid, and it just at the time, I just I wasn't comfortable with it, and I just I didn't I didn't really know what I wanted um, or anything, and I think I just kind of ran away from it because because of that, like it just it like it almost felt like like it scared me too much because like I, I've like I've oof, I've had like a I've had a lot of like issues with like parenting and stuff in the past. Like from like my own personal experience, and so I n- never wanted to be that for somebody else. Like I didn't want to be like the shitty parent for somebody, and I was always worried that I wasn't at the, in the position in my life to be a good like role model. And so I think I just ran away from it because of that. I think now, like it's like weird now. Yeah, that, was, that was when you were. I want to emphasize this for anybody listening. Now you right. were a lot I'm, younger. I'm, I'm five years older than I was then. Right. 
So, it, it, right, it's a, it's one of those things. I think now, I think I'd be fine because I, I was, I was, I was twenty three, I think. So it's like I, I, people are parents at that age. I just don't feel like I was in the right position for that at the time. Yeah, obviously now it'll be a different story at the time. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, right now it's like okay, I could possibly, I could, I could probably do it now, but um, the yeah, no, I. I, I don't have to worry about that right now. Um, the uh, person I'm seeing, they don't, they don't have any kids. So, but um, I think we, I, can, I think we on the part right now. Um, granted, you're, you're obviously you're happily with somebody else right now. But say, for instance, if you were with the person beforehand who had a kid, how would you react now as opposed to then? It's like if I'd stayed with him all this time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think I would have grown into the position. I, th- I think I, I think I could have. I think I could have figured it out. Um, I think I just let the anxi- like anxiety get the best of me, and just kind of ran away because I was like, no, nope, can't do this. Can't be a step parent. Like it's impossible for me. Dude, being a step parent's fucking hard too. Like every single person that is that is a step parent, like it, it's they're it's tough, and it's and especially if you're a good step parent because there's I don't know if there's a lot of them. But I have a friend who was raised by um, her dad and her stepmom, and she like talks about like her stepmom's as her like mom. Like it's like it's like yeah, my stepmom did you know like she really helped me get like straight in my life and you know like all the stuff and it's it's like I, like it's great, but I just I it's hard. It's very very hard to do that. I think I I think I could have. It's harder. It's hard to like reflect back on the past though too. Like it's hard to be like well, what would have happened. You shouldn't reflect back in the past, but no, I was just a curious to say because, like, if, if you've learned from what you did back then to, as compared to now, so yeah, yeah, no, no, I think, I think, I think, I don't think I'd be who I am now though either, and I'm, I'm very like appreciative of like everything that's happened in my life because it got me to where I am now, and I don't think I'd be here now if it, if anything had gone differently. So it's it's tough for me to be like, but I think I I think I could have figured it out eventually if if I didn't if I wasn't like so anxious about it. Understandable, understandable. Hey, and I I kind of lived that mantra of no regrets because I I am happy with who I am right now today, and I can't regret any bad relationships or, or you know I don't even regret any of the good ones either. I don't regret any relationship I've had because it may be who I am today and I like who I am today. So even the bad ones, it just, it just kind of, yeah, it helps, it helps form the person who I think is a good person today. Right. And that, and that is, it's one of those things now where it's like, it's, it's like, cause I mean, I'd be, I'd be a hundred, I'd be a hundred percent a different person because there's, especially because of that, engagement i mean it, it taught me it taught me so much about everything like I, I learned so much coming out of that i learned a lot about myself because like um when it first ended i had a lot of issues like coming out of it trying to be trying to figure out like okay you know i've 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 planned out this life and everything and now everything has to kind of shift a little bit and so um i think i think at the point now where it's like 
if I hadn't gone through trying, because I, I ba- it basically forced me to sit down and be like, what do you want to do with your life and where are you going to go? And it's like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm not ready for this discussion yet. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I figured it out and I um, made decisions I think were good. And I'm starting to like get to the point of like where everything's kind of like shaping up to where I want it to be. So. Yeah, no, I that just it's no, no. There's no you can't have any regrets about anything. It's good, it's good. And yeah, like you know, obviously you're my best friend, you're my, you're my brother, and you're a good per- you're a good person. So I'm glad, I'm glad things have been working out for you right now. Um, yeah, because I remember I remember how it was after you you and your fiance had broken up, you know, the engagement. Because um, we yeah, we went to New York right afterwards. Um, yeah, we were in New York. I think we we're in the next like, month. The next month, because that was back in uh, August or September that we broke up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, September. Because then we, we went to New York in October. That's right. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. October. I think that I think that that trip to New York is what set me straight because I think that for, I think that first month I think it went stir crazy, and then we went to New York and I think I came back from New York and I was like I know what I want to do and I just I started just setting everything into place. And I'm, I'm reaping the benefits from that now. Like, I don't think if we had gone to New York, I don't think I'd be where I am now. Because I talked to you, because I spent the whole week, you know, just talking to you and BC about everything and just kind of clearing my mind about it, all of it. And no, I, I feel that, that, that trip was kind of the turning, like the good turning point of everything. Yeah, it's like the good, the climax, good nexus point. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, we could be we could talk about relationships all fucking day, but I have a have a time limit on my podcast. So, uh, Chris Riley, happy birthday and put your stuff over. Where can people find you on the internet? Oh, um, you can find me at uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tuck Chris Riley, T A C H R I S R L E Y. And um, yeah, well, if you if you, if we ever do this again sometime, maybe we, maybe we can get some questions from people. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be. Um, It'd be interesting. People could ask me because <laughs> trust me, there's not just you that has questions about my uh, relationship to what I look for in people. So if anyone wants to send questions, that'll be that'd be an interesting podcast to do. So. Everyone, send me your questions. So I can ask them to Chris next time I'm on here. Oh my god. Um, anyways, well, yeah, like Chris said, you can find them on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on Instagram at the Chris Crusade and on. Twitter at the Chris Dunchy. You can look at listen to this podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, pretty much wherever podcasts are available. Even some episodes are on YouTube, and this is episode's going to be on YouTube as well. Um, so yeah, uh, Chris, you got any last remarks? Um, if you are, if you ever feel like you're in a relationship, and Deep down, you realize that it's not what you want. You should make sure you're listening to yourself because that can that can be the difference maker between a lot of waste of time or just a little bit of waste of time. Well, well said. Well said. I know this. Uh, the title of this episode is called "Relationships Suck," but I mean, look, not not all of them do. If you're in a good relationship, more power to you. Um, yeah, and also, and also too, when you, when you find the right person, and when it when you know, you know. So just uh, just go for it. Yep, exactly. Like I said, just make sure make sure you're always listening to yourself, and just 
just realize what what you're looking for and what you want, what they want, and what they're looking for, and just make sure you keep all that in consideration. And and don't waste their time. <laughs> yeah, don't waste their time either. Yeah, that's always that's a big thing too. Like you're not only wasting your time, you're wasting another person's time also. Yeah, exactly. All right, Chris. Well, it's good talking to you, brother. I'll catch you down the road, and I'll for you guys. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.